live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to She Knows Sports with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Princess Cooper right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Hi, Princess. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You sound a little under the weather. You're not feeling good? Oh, no. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. I'm good. 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 I, I, it's just, I, I felt like I it's been you. forever. Yeah. It's been forever since I last said she knows sports. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Man, I was under the weather good. last year, last week, listeners, and Brittany, um, and I actually went to the doctor and, and was, you know, diagnosed with the flu and it took me the weekend to definitely get back my breathing pattern and just to feel better. It was an achy weekend, but thank you. Thank you for letting me have that off, and I'm back now. We're going to get in a good quick 30 minutes. I know that we were overtime, so let's see what we can do. Absolutely. I'm glad that you're feeling better and that you're back. That's the most important is your health, though. So. Um, yeah. You ready to talk some sports? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. It has been a while for me, guys, because not only have I missed this show, also my Tuesday show, because I had surgery recently. I'm doing good, though. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been Amen. a minute. So hopefully I get my A game back. Um, but, Princess, I want to start here. And, you know, I'm not the college person, but it, it came out, I think, you know, maybe about a couple of days ago or a day ago. Um, mm-hmm. And you're you're a big college football person, so I really wanted to know your perspective on college football playoffs and the fact that Florida State and unfortunately my my team Ohio State <laughs> and it does hurt was left out of the college football playoffs, and the teams are oh my goodness uh, is Michigan, Michigan, I Washington, Washington, Texas. Yep, Texas. And Alabama. How the heck did Alabama get back in there? And Alabama. <laughs> so I really wanted to know your thoughts on Florida State and Ohio State being left out. And do you think they made the right to support that tournament in there? Well, um, in, in, in a quick response, yes, I do think they made the right decision. But I, mm-hmm. I think it was hurtful to leave out a 13-0 and team. If I had been FSU and 13-0 and I think that would be the ultimate disrespect, and that's what they decided. They decided that Jordan Travis um, or Travis Jordan, I keep forgetting the young man, they got hurt as a quarterback in week 10 um, for FSU. Mm-hmm. Once he was out, that that really changed the complexity of their team. Um, their backup quarterback was able to go into Florida. Even though Florida was up 12-0, they were able to come back and win that game. But mm-hmm. their quarterback, their second-string quarterback got a concussion. So he couldn't play in the conference championship game against Louisville, FSU. And so that game was 3-3 at halftime. Um, and, you know, they ended up still winning that game there 13-0. But the committee decided that uh, they were not at full strength. And that is one of the criteria that they use when deciding who is the final four. Alabama mm-hmm. gets in there because in the conference championship game on Saturday, they beat Georgia. They only beat them by three points. But that game mm-hmm. was a um, a style game for sure. They showed enough, 
and Nick Saban, I felt, outcoached Kirby Smart. Um, Texas did what they had to do against Oklahoma in their conference championship. Michigan, Ohio State, when they played Thanksgiving weekend, I think they both knew. Yeah, I think they both knew that that was a play-in game for college football playoffs. And, yep. and, and, and Ohio State couldn't pull it off. And I thought that the weak link in that game was Kyle McCord, who has now entered mm-hmm. the transfer portal. Um, and he's no longer Ohio State Buckeye, which is crazy to me for sure. And, and, and if I'm not mistaken, DJ Uyunglele, who was at Clemson last year, Oregon State, and performed very well this year, is now the front runner to be the quarterback at Ohio State with Ryan Day and the Buckeyes. But I think they got it right. They did the best four teams. Now, were they the most deserving? I, you you can't say most deserving and leave a 13-0 and team out. They did what they did. They played everybody on their schedule, and they didn't lose to anyone. And you, But you say that they um, are not worthy. And I think that has a lot to do with, mm-hmm. Brittany, the fact that TCU – at full strength last year, played a Georgia in the national championship game, and that game was 65-7. to They did not want a repeat of that, and they didn't get a repeat of that. They got Texas um, against Washington, and they got Michigan against Alabama. I think that's the, the, the best sport that they could get, and it's going to be really interesting on New Year's Day. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um I'm still looking at it, and I know Georgia did lose to Alabama. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, was it, I'm sorry. Did they lose to Alabama or Washington? You're right. Yeah. Georgia okay. lost to Alabama in the in the conference championship. Yeah. And truly, Alabama. Brittany, um, Georgia should be higher ranked than FSU. Georgia shouldn't have fell from one to six. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe one to four, one to five, but they shouldn't have fallen all the way to six. I, I thought that was yeah. awful. Go ahead. I, and I get, and I and I understand why they put Alabama in there because of that victory, but I still think mm-hmm. somehow Georgia should be in that playoff. Yes, but it's it's it's, def, it's going to be interesting. I already knew why Ohio State lost. I knew once they lost that game to Michigan, that was it for them. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that they're going to get a much better quarterback because I couldn't stand him. I'm sorry. Um, that's just going to be interesting if Marvin Harrison Jr., he's making his decision now, if he's going to go to the league or if he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. I know he says he's considering it because he wants to re, uh, a rematch with Michigan. So it's definitely going to be interesting on his decision. Um, Washington, I understand. But the only two that's throwing me off, well, Alabama, I do understand. Texas, they got one loss. Georgia got one loss. But like mm-hmm. you said, I guess they feel like it could be a major blowout there, and they don't want a repeat of last year. So this is going to be an interesting, interesting set of playoffs. But I'll tell you this, college football fans, I cannot wait until next year's playoffs. It's going to be completely different, completely different setup. Um, And I think the playing field is going to be a little bit different when you have much, uh, many more teams that's going to be able to join the playoff run. run. So, and that's the one. But it's exciting. It's definitely exciting. 12 teams will make the end of the season not so crucial. You can come into the end of the season at 12-0, and 11-1, and and maybe lose your conference championship and still not mm-hmm. fall all the way out of 12. 12 teams, you know, gives a different dynamic. I'm excited about that for sure. I want to see that. I want to see that. Absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, Princess, before we move on, and again, I know this wasn't a part of the topic list also, but this was announced um, this morning, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. As we know, Colorado, we're going to stick with football, Colorado lost about five, I think, recruits that decommitted from them. They said, no, we're going elsewhere. But this morning, mm-hmm. the number one ranked offensive lineman announced on live TV that he is committed to Colorado, Jordan Seaton, I believe. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about this? And do you think that it impacts other big-time recruits to reconsider and start, you know, say, you know what, I'm, I decided to change my mind, I'm going to Colorado? Well, yeah, they've actually been on a run. They they got a couple of commits um, last week, although they've had several mm-hmm. to decommit. Um, but this young man came out of IMG, which is a is a, a high school, you know, for um, one of those charter high schools that that handles a lot of um, uh, players who need to get their grades in in a perspective. So he had a lot of offers from Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Florida State, but he decided to go to Colorado. He visited last weekend. And he said, he said in his interview, um, Coach Prime is trying to do something here, and I want to be a part of it. Now, he didn't go ahead and commit, but you kind of thought he was leaning that way, and he did that today with Undisputed um, and, and Skip Bayless and, and, and Michael Irvin, which I thought was pretty cool. So he's headed to Colorado. I think Colorado's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to address the offensive line that was the weakest part of them is their offensive line. And because of that offensive line, Shadur Sanders ended the season with um, with a fracture in his back, a fracture in his back. So yeah. it looks like he's coming back. You know, um, I know that the quarterback decommitted um, because now Shadur looks like he's coming back. But I, I think that Colorado will find its mojo. They've not only lost players, they've lost, lost coaches, you know, um, Several of, the, several of their coaches, one has gotten a head coaching job. Others have gone, you know, with that particular coach to San Diego State, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so there's a lot to re-tool. Re, um, and, you know, and then Coach Prime and his girlfriend of 14 years, Tracy Edmonds, they break up too. So a lot of drama. But if I've known Deion Sanders and Coach Prime, he will bounce back. And I think the team will get more than four wins next year. Yeah, um, I'm actually, when I seen this, I, I was excited for them because I know a lot of people yeah. jumped on the bandwagon when they were at the beginning of the season, when they went on that three-game win streak, and then a lot of people fell off the bandwagon. They said, I'm out, yep. you know, when, <laughs> towards mm-hmm. the end of the season when they just went on the, I don't know how many games of a losing streak, but they only won about four or five games this year. Um, they won four straight said, and lost eight straight. Four yeah. straight and lost eight straight. And that you, you lose a lot of people with an eight-game losing streak. Absolutely. And I said to myself, I said, are people watching these games? Because you clearly can see what's the problem. And we mentioned it. It was in the trenches. They could not protect the quarterback. And on the defensive side, they just weren't strong up front. I said, Deion Sanders is going to fix that issue. He has playmakers on all sides of the football. He has good corners. He has excellent receivers excellent running back, a great quarterback and his son, um, and he's an awesome coach. He's going to fix the issue, just give him one year, and already he has the number one offensive lineman coming to him, and to me that's something big. Then you have the transfer portal, and you're absolutely going to have more recruits. I think next year they're going to be much more improved. They already have big-time former NFL <laughs> uh, uh, players, retired players, 
um, signing on as on, uh, on as assistant coaches. I think Warren Sapp is coming along. I believe um, he did announce that. Um, so I'm telling you this now. People would have started jumping back on on, band, on that bandwagon because if you doubt Deion Sanders, I think people are making the biggest mistake ever when it comes to sports. You cannot doubt this man. He's going to turn this team around. And he's not embarrassed. He might be a little frustrated, but he understands his situation. Yeah. And he says we're going to get, we're going to improve. So, I'm going to be. I'm rooting for Colorado. I have become a fan. Of course, I'm Ohio State first and foremost. So they can <laughs> overpower that. But I will always support anything that Deion Sanders does because, in my eyes, he's a good coach and he loves these kids. Um, and we're going to see something special out of this team. Yeah, for sure. All right, persons. Let's switch gears. Let's. Get back on track now. Um, <laughs> you know what? I want to switch gears to the NBA because right now the in-season tournament is currently going on, and today mm-hmm. um, they had a 5 o'clock game. It's actually still going on right now. It's in the fourth yep. quarter, um, and it's between the Bucks and the Pacers. So I believe mm-hmm. the Bucks are up as of right now. Let me just look it up while we're, while we're here. Yeah, I yeah, actually have uh, it on, but that a commercial. The Pacers are up by one. Yeah, it went to the commercial. I know that's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Pacers are up by one. Um, first, I was wondering your thoughts on. I know you gave me your thoughts earlier when the season first started, but I want you after having some weeks through, and the in season tournament is almost over. The final game should be here, I think, next week, I believe. Um, Saturday. What is it? They're they're yeah, playing Saturday. the the, the play ins tonight. The the Lakers and the Pelicans play after this, and then yep. they're going to play that the championship game on Saturday. Yeah, it's the eighth, I believe. I don't know, no, the ninth. Um, mm-hmm. So I just want to know your thoughts so far on the in season tournament, and I guess just to tell me your prediction on the rest of this game, although it's almost over. <laughs> well, so. you know. I think at the beginning of the season, I don't know if I saw the Lakers there. I definitely didn't see the Pelicans um, in the Final Four. Um, I, I can make um, a, a huge argument for the Milwaukee Bucks, and especially after they they yeah. a- acquired Lillard. Um, but I, I, I don't know if I saw these scrappy paces there who have looked really, 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 really good. So um, it's, it's interesting to see that now that the Pacers have actually gone up you know, 103, 102, but, um, or at least that's the score here. I think the TV's a little bit behind. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I didn't see these four teams. I thought for sure Denver would be in it. I like, though, a shout out to the NBA for creating this in season tournament um, because you can tell those games that were in season tournament games were a lot more intense um, and well played, and it, they went down to the bitter end. And it forced, I think, the competition to reach a new level um, during these um, during these games. So uh, uh, kudos to the NBA, and we'll see who comes out of this. You know, uh, the Lakers beat the Phoenix the other night. Um, it was a controversial play at the end, but the Lakers beat Phoenix. And now they have to beat the Pelicans to see who uh, is in the championship game. Yeah, uh, at the beginning of the season, I was like, I don't care about no in-season tournament. Like, I, I'm a yeah. real, you know, I'm a Sixers fan. I'm, I'm pretty sure Sixers fans and Cowboys fans, we all feel the same way. <laughs> we want the real thing. Yeah. We want the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is basketball. We want the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the season. I don't care about this in-season stuff. But then I started watching, and I said, you know what? Although the defense is still suspect, because <laughs> I've seen some high 
high-scoring games. And I get it. The more points you get, that's how you can advance um, mm-hmm. if your record doesn't, you know, reflect it. Yeah. But I love the competition aspect. I love that the Pacers are there. Nobody's seen the Pacers coming from a mile away. I nope. seen them play the Sixers and didn't realize how hard they play, how scrappy, like you said, that they play. Tyrese Halliburton is an awesome, awesome player. Um, I have a lot of respect for that young man. And I'm going to be honest with you, this Pacers versus Bucks game, uh, uh, Damian Lillard has made some incredible shots like he always does. I think it was the third quarter um, or second quarter. He had like 14 straight points um, in the in that second quarter uh, to help bring that Bucks team back. But I like this Pacers team. I love them on both sides of the basketball. I, for some reason, I think they're going to win this game. It's not going to be by much. And I do believe they're going to be uh, playing on Saturday. But I guess we'll find out in a few minutes if they're going to be yeah. playing on Saturday. Um, yeah. The Princess, your thoughts. So today, Bucks, Pacers right now. Next is Lakers, Pelicans. Who do you have going to the finals, the in-season tournament <laughs> finals? <laughs> you know, when I looked at this Final Four, I, I said the Lakers and Milwaukee. So we'll see how that – but um, it, I have now watched the Pacers maybe – I don't know, three or four games this year. They continue to impress me. And 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 Halliburton is him for sure. He's that guy, um, for sure. I, I like that LeBron um is still playing above the rim. Um, that really just pleases me. He is not taking a step back. Um and the other night he played in the entire forty minutes, um against uh Phoenix. And um, I'm disappointed in Phoenix for this one reason. They traded and paid a whole lot of money to get Bradley Beal. And this is a former Florida Gator, and he's not worth it. He is now Mm -hmm. out. They don't know when he's going to be back. And I think if he was healthy, that gave them Booker, Durant, and another heavy hitter that could shoot from the outside, an offensive juggernaut. And they don't have that. And they are paying for that young man. Um, I think they gave him $27 million for three years. That's $9 million a year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he's nowhere to be found, and they don't even know when he's going to be back. That's crazy. I think it was a big mistake, and I said it then, and I'm saying it now. Um, and I, I think that's why they, they lost. Yeah, that's that's major. Um, I can't remember exactly his contract, but I do agree. I know I do know it's steep, like you said. Um but he's always hurt. He is always mm-hmm. hurt year after year, and I didn't, I didn't understand the trade. I felt like he could have went to a different um, team to have a little more impact. You know, maybe a team who plays more defense. Um, but he, for some reason, his health, the, the Suns, their health issues right now is playing a huge part in the result of all of their games, to be honest with you. You know, um, Devin Booker has been out for a while, Bradley Bill. Kevin, I think Kevin Durant is the only one that's played almost every game. He may have missed a game or two. Um, but hopefully they'll get that together. Uh, to be honest with you, hopefully they don't get it together because I don't want to see them in the championship. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, between the Lakers and the Pelicans, I really think the Lakers just want one up on the Celtics. I, I really do. I'm, I'll be honest. You know, they, they tied in championships, Larry O'Brien championships, right? I really feel like the Lakers, like, we want the first in-season tournament in the history of the NBA because we won up on the Celtics. I don't know why I feel that way. I think that rivalry is just crazy. Um, but I mm-hmm. have the Lakers 
I'm choosing the Lakers and the Pacers to go to the finals. And I actually want the Pacers to win it all, if I'm being honest. I know it's early prediction. We don't have a show until next Thursday, so I'm going to give mine now. I do want the Pacers to win it all. I'm just, I like this young team. They're not going to win the the real thing. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. They don't have enough. But for the end-season tournament, I can see them taking it all. Yeah, you know what? And I'm I'm rooting for the Pacers in this game, but I, I'm not going to – I don't want them to win if the Lakers get there for sure. And I think the Lakers get there because that's um, Anthony um, Davis' old team, and I think he has to show that he is better than than the young man. Gosh, I can't think of his name with the Pelicans um, that came out of – Zion. Uh, yeah, Zion Williamson. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a matchup to watch. But um, I think that there's enough in LeBron that knows how to have that killer instinct for one game. I, I do say this. If it's Lakers and Milwaukee, I think the Lakers can win. But if it's Lakers and the Pacers, I think the Pacers take it all. But I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the Lakers to, to take it all for sure. These spaces are, are no joke. And, Brittany, I wanted to go back. Um, Bradley Beal from the Suns got three years, $150 million. Three years, Ooh, $150 million. That's a lot of, lot of cheese there. So <laughs> can I, can I get he's at least getting $50 million, um a, a year, you know, $50 million a year. And so every time, you know, that's crazy, Brittany. That, that, yeah, that is really guys, crazy. This is not the NFL where there's not – the contracts are not guaranteed. All of that money is guaranteed. Guaranteed. The there's all no incentive-lading bonus and all that stuff. Everything guaranteed. He'll get all of Everything. his money. Absolutely. It doesn't matter if he never plays basketball again. He's That's going right. to get that money unless he goes to the team and changes that contract, which That's that would right. be – the dumbest Stupid. thing in the world. So <laughs> I don't think he'll do that. But yeah, I agree with you with Bradley Bill. I just think for the Suns, I just I think it was pointless. I felt like they didn't need him. Mm-hmm. They should have went out and got more of a two way player, um, like a Drew Holiday or use that money on somebody that to me is going to really benefit your team. I just think mm-hmm. they're going to have an issue when he does play. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know how this going to work. So I guess they have time to figure it out. I yeah, I think Bradley Beal has played more games than he's going to play, and and, and um, he's always been injury prone. And I don't know why they would take that chance and throw that much money at it. Go ahead, Brittany. Absolutely. So yeah. before we get into the NFL predictions, because today is Thursday night football, I want to talk mm-hmm. about this one young lady in college basketball. Um, <laughs> who is she? A star in her own right? My goodness, and she didn't even make it to the. She's not even in the WNBA yet, and that's the one and mm-hmm. only Iowa. Caitlin, Caitlin Clark. Um, she mm-hmm. has become the only D1 player in the history of NCAA basketball, men or women, to have 3,000-plus points, 750-plus rebounds, and 750-plus assists. In the history mm-hmm. of the NCAA, what are your thoughts on Caitlin Clark and her meeting this major, major milestone? Like, she's in the history books forever. Well, because she's a woman, I, I, I am elated for her. Um, and I've watched her game, and I've watched her evolve. I, I heard the rumors when she was in high school. So I've really paid attention to her over over the years. But um, so I'm going to give her all of that. And I, I like to see women succeed. I've just never <laughs> – I'm going to now push, 
heard this all of that was in, I've never been a Caitlin Clark fan. I watched her game mm-hmm. the other night when she reached the milestone. She had 31 shots. She took 31 shots. She made 12 of them. And she has that leadway on that team because she is, she is her. She is their star. Um, mm-hmm. And, but I, I, I think she jacks up too many shots. But in the, in the meantime, she's hitting milestones and they're winning. So I, I can't, I can't discredit her too much. Um, and it, it was just, and when she hit the milestone, um, I, I was happy for her. As a matter of fact, got a little bit emotional. But, but I, I think she's a, a dominant player, um, and, and they have given her the lead way to be that dominant player. And, but I, I think she hogs the ball. Um, and for some reason, I don't know what it is, but congratulations, Caitlin Clark. I'm sorry, I, I may not have given the, the, the best answer. But I am I am happy for. Her. No, you gave your answer. That's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know when I first watched her, I wasn't always a huge fan of hers too because I had those same songs. I was just like, she just jacks up everything. You throw up that many mm-hmm. shots, you're going to score a lot of points. Going to hit something. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but overall, I was just watching her after a while, and I was watching her, and I love how she carries herself. Look, I love a player with confidence. Mm-hmm. I don't care how. On the, in sports, only in sports, people. I don't care how how cocky it looks. They're confident. I love it. That goes mm-hmm. with her, Angel Reese. My all-time mm-hmm. favorite player in the history of college basketball was always Maya Moore when she was playing. Her confidence, and it goes on and on and on. Um, but I, I came to have a lot of respect for this young lady's game. I'm excited for her, and I agree. The fact that she's a woman that did this. And you Amen. have people, a lot of people out there, a lot of men, let's be real, like, ah, women mm-hmm. shouldn't even play sports, da, 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 da. Well, this woman right here, this young woman right here, outdid any statistical stat that any man has ever did in the history there of college sports. And that's going to be there forever. So I'm happy for her. I'm proud of her. And I know the WNBA cannot wait to get her hands on this young lady because she's going to help ratings increase those ratings, which then overall increase, increase uh, the finances as well. So that's the most exciting part. Amen. All right. And speaking of, I mean, since we're talking here, I just want to do a quick shout-out to my favorite ba- uh, college basketball player. Even when she went to the uh, pros, Maya Moore, on her, retire- <laughs> <getting> her retirement <laughs> with UConn, or she's in the UConn mm-hmm. Hall of Fame now. That is coming mm-hmm. soon, so I just wanted to put that out there. I don't care if we're the same age. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and she just had a baby, married. Um, she's living the life, written a book, um, you know, two or three championships in state high school, two with UConn, and three with Minnesota in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. She's a champion on all levels. Congratulations to her. There will be more Hall of Fames to come. Yes, we will talk about her um, probably after she goes into the Hall of Fame and just all that she accomplished mm-hmm. and the impact she had in the criminal justice system. Um yeah. And with her husband, so we'll talk about that later. But Princess coming down to the end, and it's Thursday night football, so we always got to do our <laughs> NFL predictions. And I did not forget mm-hmm. it is Eagles Cowboys week, regardless of how either team looked at last year. <clears throat> the Eagles, uh, <laughs> regardless how they looked the last weekend, it is still Eagles Cowboy week. And I don't know about Forty ers fans. But we focus on Cowboys. We don't have rivalry with y'all. Y'all got rivalry with us. We don't care. We focus on the Cowboys. Those are our true rivals. 
But let's start with Thursday night football. Patriots at Steelers. Get ready to start in a little bit, actually. Who do you have? This is, they got a 60 Thursday night game. Who do you have one in this game? <laughs> you know, they really should have flexed this game out of there. But if we're going to take one, I'm going with the Steelers and Mike Tomlin, even though Pickett is out. Um, um, so is Mac Jones. And, and I, I think the, the, the Patriots have suffered. And this is just another pedestrian year without Tom Brady. They got two wins mm-hmm. on the season. Um, so I'm going to go with, with the Steelers tonight for sure. I thought they had a tough loss against the Cardinals last week. I think they bounced back. And I, I think at this point the Patriots are playing for a draft, a draft slot at this point. Yeah, I, 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 I'm i with you. The only best thing to me that the Patriots even has is Ezekiel Elliott. And I know he's like, why the heck, why did I come to this team? Yeah. If he yeah. would have known, I don't think he would have went to that team. This is the um, most losses but, that Ezekiel has had in quite some time. He was a winner with Dallas, and he was a winner in college with Ohio State. He He's not used to this at all, for sure. Right. Uh, I wish he would have asked for a release to go to a contender. Um, yeah. But I guess this doesn't help work with every player. So, But, no, I'm with you. I'm going with the Steelers on this one. I just think regardless of what the Steelers' offense does, I think the Steelers' defense is just too much for the Patriots' offense. And in order to mm-hmm. win, you got to put points on the board. I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to put a whole lot of points on the board with T.J. White sitting over there. Um, <laughs> and to be yeah. probably the defensive player of the year, he probably should be considered that every year. He is just a monster of a player. So I'm going with the Steelers as well. All right, next game. And I had to go through and see what some exciting games there are. This one's exciting. We had the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs this Sunday afternoon game. Who do you have winning this game? If you had said at the beginning of the season that the Bills would be 6-6 six and six and the, the Chiefs would be 8-4, and four, I, I would have fussed with all of you all because we put a whole lot of stock in the Josh Allen and Joe Burrows and, and Patrick Mahomes. But here we are, um, and it is these two teams. I think the Bills need it more, but I also think since the, the Chiefs lost last week too, they're, they're looking to try to bounce back and be the number one seed um, in the AFC. They were they were flirting with that with the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, but they ended up losing late with an injury to Lawrence. So I, I think the Chiefs will will try to take this one, um, but it won't be easy. This will go down to, again, I think, to one of those last plays or the last drive. Whoever has the ball last will win. But I'm picking the Chiefs um, 28-27. Uh, this one is hard for me. Um... Because as talented as Josh, Josh Allen is, I just don't think he makes the crucial play in the most important moment. He's a fantastic quarterback, and we have seen it. They have a fantastic team. But when it comes to overtime, when it comes to making that one play to ensure that you walk away with the victory, it's like they just cannot do it. But I'm going to say this. I feel like there's such in a desperate – they are – in such a desperate situation to make sure they make the playoffs, the wild card, um, and they're still in the hunt. I'm going to go with the Bills only because of desperation, not because I think they're better than the Chiefs. Because any team Patrick Mahomes is on, I feel like they could win any game, every game. Um, but I'm going to go with the Bills on this one, and I think it's going to be something similar. I'm going to say 27-24 Bills. Ooh, we're going to see. All right, Princess, my Eagles is at your Cowboys. My Eagles have lost six straight games at your arena. (laughs) And it's important for both teams to win this game 
in order to hopefully get that uh, number one seed in the division, who do you have winning Sunday night football? Oh, I think Princess put herself on mute again. So oh, guys, I'm, on, I'm, I'm on mute. Oh. I'm on mute. I'm sorry about that because <laughs> I, I was talking and laughing. Um, if the Cowboys don't take this seriously and win this game because this is a game where they're at home, the Eagles mm-hmm. are coming in um, with the loss, and hopefully they shake that off. And this is for um, the lead in the division, you know, in the NFC division, NFC East division. And if the Cowboys don't win this one, then I think they're lost for the rest of the season because it is obvious that the two top teams in the NFL are the, are the 49ers and the Eagles. Um, mm-hmm. The Cowboys are maybe third, fourth, fifth, somewhere in there. This is their opportunity to prove at home that they can win and that they are um, a force to be reckoned with at some point, somehow. Um, and if you're going to catch them limping at all, this is the time. Um, but I'm, I'm afraid that the Eagles are going to be mad and um, and are going to come into the stadium on all cylinders and take this one. I'm picking my Cowboys, but I, I think this game um, is is – you know, 35-28 um, or something like that. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and I think the team wins by a, a field goal to a, a touchdown. But I'm going 35-28. Cowboys, I don't know if they score that many points on, on the Eagles, especially with their defense. So I'm going to go 28-21, Cowboys. Yeah, I'll say this. The Eagles defense is finally getting healthy after that mm-hmm. terrible showing last week. Um and this primary the linebacker. You know, I looked at the stats all last week, and I said, what the heck went wrong? Because Brock Purdy didn't throw long, down-the-field type of throws. Debo Samuel is what yards. went wrong. Yeah. Right. He, he dinked and, and dunked them. Exactly. And they did, and Kyle Shanahan was very smart, attack where they're the most weakest, and that's the linebacker mm-hmm. position. I looked at the mm-hmm. statistics. The linebackers of the Philadelphia Eagles, one just got cut. <laughs> He got cut as soon as he started. They allowed over 200 yards after catch and about three or four touchdowns during that game mm-hmm. in the linebacker in the middle of that field alone. So they cut the one guy. The the other guy, he went back to where he needs to go back to, which is that third position. Zach Cunningham is coming back, and they just signed Zach uh, Shaq Leonard, who has something to prove, so hopefully he can really help us out. Injury has been a big deal. Dallas Goddard is back, which is very important for this team because he opens it up for A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. As as important as Debo is to the 49ers, that's how important Dallas Goddard is to Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, to, yeah, to Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so hopefully they get it together. I know they were not happy about that showing last week. Um, but every so often you need a good beat down because I just felt mm-hmm. like the games prior – they were doing what they were supposed to do, but they weren't making the necessary changes and improvements to ensure what happened last week should happen. I just felt like they were getting the a, a, – the coach was thinking he was smarter than everybody else in the world, and we're telling you, you need to run the football. So this week is an important game to win. You're going up against your division rivals. The only uh, – Cowboys only had a game behind you. So you mm-hmm. need to go in – and show to get. I don't care what the media says. Show your fans, <laughs> your fans that you got this. You're allowed to have a one blunder of a game. You're allowed that. 
but don't happen again. If it happens again, it's a problem now. Um, but of course, I have to go with my Philadelphia Eagles. The only time I won't go against my I'll go against my Philadelphia Eagles when it's the Cowboys when I know we're that lousy, but we're not. We're still a good team, regardless of what happened last week. I'm going with my Eagles. I still think it's going to be a close game because it's a division rival. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. going to be similar to the last score. So I'm going to say, whew, I'm going to say 24 to 21. I think it's going to be that close. I really do. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be close too. Um, I, I think this is an opportunity for for Dallas to show that they're not that team that will will um, fumble the ball or bun, you know, or you know, lose a game that really means something. Um, and and the Forty Nineers did what they did, but I, I thought that the um, the way they played McCaffrey and Debo Samuel's own own offense affected um, how the Eagles could, you know. Defend them. So, and and I and again, I still think that Jalen Hurts is not a hundred percent, but at least he is able to have a, a whole week in there. I think this game is Sunday mm-hmm. night. This is going to to be interesting for sure. You know, so I'm picking my Cowboys. You picking the Eagles? What, what else is new? You know, that's what we do. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna end it right there. Unless you got anything else. Nope, I don't have anything. We'll reconvene next week to talk about the results. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I do want to say that LeBron James, Ronnie, has been cleared to play. Yes. Um, and, we, you know, for USC and the men's basketball teams. And I also want to say another young lady, Juju Watkins, who came out of Sierra Canyon in, in California High School. She's now playing for the USC women's basketball team, and she's exceeded – um, the amount of 30-point games, she's exceeded what Lisa Leslie did in her freshman year. So look out for Juju Watkins. That's one of those key in women's basketball that I want everybody to pay attention to. The Pacers take the game 128 to 119 over Milwaukee. They're headed to the finals. Um, congratulations to them. That's who you wanted. Um, come on, Lakers, let's do the same thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm actually rooting for the Lakers. I want the Lakers and the Pacers, so. And you should, after your your 76ers beat them by 44 points last last week, you should be rooting for them just a little bit. We need that for sure. But the same thing that happened with the Eagles last week. You're entitled to have a bad game, okay? It happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens. <laughs> Don't let it happen. Have again, a great – I'm glad that you're recovering and doing well. Have a great weekend, and um, we'll see you next Thursday so we can recap. We're going to start the show, listeners talking about the Cowboys-Eagles game. I'm going to have my Cowboys stuff on um, Sunday night and watching this game. Have a great weekend, Brittany. Have a good weekend. Go Eagles. That's right. Go Cowboys. Never had it so good. (laughs)